Hey guys, this is Parlance from Fresher and Parlance. And before we started the show today, I wanted to send out my uh, condolences to one of our uh, favorite listeners, um, Joe Sposto. Um, his uh, his little brother passed away uh, about maybe two weeks ago now. We didn't really talk about it. Um, I knew Tony very well. I grew up with him. He was always kind of the young kid in the group. He had his long hair. My grandmother used to kind of josh him and... Um, we used to play Magic the Gathering together and video games and talk about music like Beatles and um, Blur. Uh, and um, I was really, uh, really sad to to hear that. So um, I just wanted to, before we start the show today, just uh, share my condolences um, with the Sposto family. And uh, and my heart is, is out with them and I'm thinking of them every day. So uh, uh, now we could get on with the show. Thanks. Hello, everybody. It's kind of hard, uh, you know, being cheerful kind of after after that introduction, wouldn't you say, uh, Fresher? That is, it's tough, tough stuff. Yeah. You know, people passing. Yep. Um, but uh, anyway, folks, um, I am Parlance. And I am Fresher. And uh, uh, this is the Fresher and Parlance show. Yeah. Episode 145. Yeah. 145. That is, that's a lot of episodes that we're getting up there. Another even, I mean, even odd number in the, the fives. But uh, also, if you were not aware, uh, the Fresh and Parlance show is a lifestyle show where we talk about myself, Fresher, and Parlance's uh, activities, daily what, goings on. One might even say foibles are foibles. Foibles, yes, definitely. And uh, current events. And we are on live on YouTube every Thursday at nine o'clock. Well, most Thursdays, yeah. but you should try every Thursday and watch another video if we're not there and check us out on freshandpens.com. Oh. <laughs> um, so I know, uh, Fresher, you don't like this, but I'm still going to do it. This week on the show, we're going to talk about uh, Fresh- <laughs> Fresher's LA experience where he went to Universal Studios, Disney. Uh, both Disney World, actually, that and California Adventure, and yeah, uh, both. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, some of my adventures in Colorado, um, and uh, some things I did and did not know about Colorado, and uh, and then um, and then we're going to go into. I saw some news of the week: X Files premiered, Men in Black spinoff, um, carry ons, and luggage, which I think we could talk about. Talk about because my tr- flight down there uh, back was is something. Maybe some crypto stuff, maybe some Olympic news, Saudi Arabia movies, Hooter delivery, uh, you know, stuff like that. I mean, do do they deliver Hooters, though? That's the... So I don't want to get right into that because I feel like basically, like when you like, I want Hooters delivery, you're definitely not talking about food, right? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think that you are, though. I know. Well, in this case, but basically, I mean, we could just talk about it. The people, they're doing Hooters delivery service because people like Hooters wings, I guess. Yeah. But no one wants to step. Yeah. Apparently they're known for their, um, their, their, uh, their, whatever their, their wings and stuff, but no one actually wants to step. Basically no one wants to go into the, into the store because it's, you know, basically what is it? Young women wearing tight shirts. Yeah. I mean, in the shorts, I guess. But they wear those like stockings that just make them look like Muppets. Huh. 
I don't. I don't. I basically know nothing about. I know nothing I've been about maybe like three or four times. I think in my life I've been there twice, and it was a New York City Hooters, and I went with this really degenerate dude from uh, <laughs> one of one of my old like he went like I, I would just I was there for like basically for the wings, you know? No, not the even I was yeah, I was there for the I was there for the fine yeah the the the, the fiction and the and the great nonfiction news articles. I was there for the menu basically. Um, yeah, and both of them were lunch. They were lunch things. Like we went there for lunch during work. Um, yeah, but like I went there as a novelty, and but like this dude went there to just le- to leer leer at do- like people. You know what I mean? Yeah, I only and went I, as a novelty also because you hear about it. Yeah, it's a family restaurant. Says right yeah. on the sign. Um, I guess basically you could just order it from Uber Eats. I don't know how this is any different than any news story ever. Like, other than it's just Hooters. Like, big deal. You could deliver your food. Yeah. Uh, but apparently, not to, um, not to talk about the cryptocurrency bubble, but um, Hooters also has a cryptocurrency. I don't know if. Oh yeah, that. I heard about that. I wonder if it's based on Ethereum. Uh, I'm, it's definitely, uh, I, definitely. I feel like, it, like it's crazy. Actually, no, it's, someone... it's using Mobavity's blockchain operated platform. Ooh. It's crazy Mo- though that like places will just like put some press release about blockchain technology and their stock will jump. Like that happened to several companies. I think what Hooters did. They just like, you just mentioned that you have anything to do with it. It's like totally buzz. Well, um, the uh, Kodak, which, by the way, apparently still makes film. I didn't even know people used film. You know what I mean? Kodak yeah, still makes I have, film. I have some film that I still have to develop, but uh, one of my good friends, Leonardo, was uh, really into film photography. You could still get it developed in things. But, but do you have to like like develop it in what way? Like you're like to like a... you bring it to the store and they develop it for you. Like what's is it like a specialty store? Like who does it? They still did it at like Bartel and stuff. Oh really? Yeah, I bet you it's all outsourced. I bet you there's just one. Yeah, um, it is, and like if you want to get some, there is like only two specialty places. Like if you want to get like the uh, eight millimeter film reel or something developed, you, there's only like two places that do it, unless you do it yourself. Interesting. Yeah, when I when I was at film school, um, we used to shoot everything on sixteen millimeter. Yeah, um, and uh, I at the time I think. Yeah. That's weird that they like they used uh, metric for that. I mean, like I'm glad that they did, but that was to, that's I feel like the only super major metric thing that I've heard of in the U.S. Yeah, I think it's probably because I well, you know, back in the day, it there was no um, set frame rate. There like there was, oh, yeah, no, there was univ- no ISO standards. Yeah, there was no stand. Well, no, I'm talking like just the way the film projected, like how many frames per second and stuff. Yeah. Um, so what back in the day, this is going way back and I'm going to get this wrong. I'm definitely going to get this wrong. Okay. Just yeah. so be when just I, I was say it with confidence and it will be right. This is right. Everybody. Yeah. These are facts. Yeah. Well, here's, here's what I know. So back. So when I worked at this, uh, very prestigious art school <laughs> and at their, and their very film studies department, um, they would they had old old school films like old prints like original prints of like you know citizen kane on 16 millimeter and stuff um and i would have to project those things um but even going further back than that like going back to like 
Paul Robeson like prints of like from the 1920s and 30s, right? Yeah. And not only would I inspect these films, like I I would run it through a machine and it would go and it basically you would put one reel through here, then it would do a whole cleaning process thing. And then every time it hit a splice, it would stop and then I would inspect the splice. And if yeah. the, if it was loose, I would have to recut it. And just How did it, it know when it hit a splice? Okay, because basically there's a there's a sensor on the on the thing. So whenever it felt something that wasn't smooth, it would just stop the yeah. machine. So basically, you would run the machine through. It would clean it right, and then it would stop yeah. every time. It would have a slice. And some of the older films had so many splices. <clears throat> but basically, what you do is you you cut the film right if it's the splice is no longer good you cut yeah. it one frame on one side one frame on the other side then you scrape the emulsion off the yeah. film and then you place some glue like this like special film glue and then you just press it on uh, there's two ways to do it that's like a glue way and then yeah. when i when i was actually cutting film like for making my film like to do rough cuts and stuff we would do yeah. what is called a tape splice and basically you put you put tape, like the tape down, like there's one side of the tape, right? And then you put yeah. the film um, like basically right like on top of it. And then you get another device that comes over the top and puts the tape on the other side. And then you go, K-k-k-k, and it just like tapes both sides of the film and cuts it very cleanly on the, because, you know, it's very like all the, you know, little notches on the film itself. Are, yeah, like, it has to like run through fast yeah. and stuff. <clears throat> So basically I used to love, uh, love to do that. But the problem with um, tape, tape, uh, tape, like the, the tape uh, splice is that yeah. the, you know how the film has little notches on it. Yeah. Yeah. On the sides. Yeah. It's really hard to get the tape to clean, go th- cleanly through the notches. And so you like, you would sometimes it would actually cause it to break because like it would get snagged in there. So you had to be really precise with the tape holes. Whereas with the hot glue one, like you never did it on, Basically, you did it between the notches on the, the film. Yeah. Um, but anyway, enough of that. Um, the, it's, the inter- why, it's interesting stuff, though. So anyway, with we they there was not too many projectors that could do this. So most films back after, like, in the 30s and even maybe even sooner, like, later, earlier than that, like, silent films, ran at a different frame per second. Yeah. And so basically, most frame per second is, uh, it's 24 frames per second. Um, and like when you go to the movies now though, it's a digital projection. It might be at 30 or maybe something like 60 depends on the, on the digital projection, but historically it's 24 frames per second and video used to shoot at 29.97 frames per second. So there would have, so there would have to be a conversion that was done, um, between, uh, so if someone shot on video to go to film, you would actually have to lose frames. I don't know if you know that, but whatever. And then, uh, I think pal, was like also a different that might have been 25 or 20 i forget exactly what pal's thing was so that's why when uh back in the day when european shows would play on like pbs or something it would look different is because it actually had like different technology and oh, different, a different frame rate yeah and then um that's interesting i never thought of that and then uh so what i was going to say is that the this this university had had a variable speed um projectors that were like custom built like basically like there's like probably five to ten people in the world that actually know how to do this still because it's like a dying thing and there's not a market for it and one of them is you not me i didn't actually build the machines but basically you have to create a uh um like a like a variance knob on the the projector to set the thing and i think it was 18 frames. I want to say it's 18 frames per second so you would have to whenever these films would come in you would have to lower the speed down 
to 18 frames per second because if you didn't, everything would be like, meh, 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 like too fast. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, enough about that. That's uh, that's projection. Oh, and uh, um, yeah, that, that enough about that stuff. But now it's like different. So when I was a projectionist, I did that for at school as my, what is that called when you work for school? Work study? What do they call that? Oh yeah, work study. Yeah, that was my work study job. I was a projectionist and film inspector. And, um, cool. and occasionally people would donate a whole bunch of films to the university. And, uh, you, you basically, you have to, um, do, you have to do two or three things. You have to first inspect the like inventory as in say like what's there. Yeah. Then you have to get on Were a thing. Called... Dirty films. Huh? Were any of the donated films, dirty films? Uh, yeah. Occasionally they were, they were really dirty films. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, um, you would then you would go into this thing called a cinemascope or not yeah i think it was called a cinemascope but basically it's like a little it's a machine much like the inspecting machine but instead of like there no screen there's a screen and and you wear headphones and it basically projects the film into this little box like yes yeah, so, so you can see what's on there so you can see what's on there and then i would have to literally watch all these like old episodes of whatever the hell like all these tv shows and crazy stuff that that people would donate and like comment on like the color quality oh it's red or oh it's extra green or oh this Did is you like comment, like voice or on writing no i had to do it in journals oh journals yeah yeah um like and then they would take those and 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 if they were good like and sought after copies of the film they would get put into the permanent collection otherwise they would get sent off to some like storage facility because also storing film is like a pain in the butt too because it has to have yeah. the right temperature right humidity and um, it's like not it's not it's volatile yeah it's, and and um old film by the way it smells like like um vinegar it's oh, really I yeah I it's, it's like, super flammable yeah it's like it smells like uh like i don't it's really hard to but like i think it's vinegar it's like some <laughs> weird like smell but like when you would open up a box of like donated things that hadn't been stored probably you get this like whiff of like yeah like <laughs> vinegary smells that was actually kind of a fun job actually a film archivist collections though that is a cool job did you hear about that uh one of the world famous collectors of uh stephen king memorabilia and like original manuscripts and signed books and all that stuff like he was gonna start a museum and he had just moved to florida or something with his like life collection of all of these like like irreplaceable you know like original manuscripts and stuff. Yeah. And uh, just like while he was opening his storefront thing and he had all his stuff stored in the basement, his basement flooded and ruined like 90% of the stuff. So all the stuff like totally got ruined. Just like when those film places get burnt down. That's a real horror story. It is a real horror store story. <laughs> Not a horror store. I don't know. <laughs> Quick, order me some Hooters. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I wonder what that commercial uh, is like, like Jimmy John's, but different. Yeah. <laughs> With the horse <laughs> store or Hooters? <laughs> Both. I don't know. Hey, this is that Bill from the horse store. I'm looking to get a little, uh, like 24 wings. Can you send them my way? <laughs> that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good uh, Jimmy John's commercial thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm here with Jimmy John's sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the last time I saw Jimmy John's commercial, which, by the way, I didn't even know they had commercials, but I did see one. It was all I think about. I hear them on the radio more. They're always on the radio. It's about how fast they are. It's like, oh, we deliver real fast. 
Yeah, it's always about like the there's there's a fire. Like, call the fire department. They say they'll be here pretty soon. And it's like, okay, we'll call Jimmy John's. Order a sandwich. What kind of sandwich? Any kind of sandwich. And it's like, this is uh, Jimmy John's. Here's a sandwich. Get a get a bucket. <laughs> no. like they put the fire out before the firemen get there or whatever. Yeah, here's the thing. When you're a sandwich, basically, if you're any sort of company and you pride yourself not on the quality of the sandwich, but instead on the speed of your delivery or basically yeah. things that are not related necessarily to the product itself, unless, of course, I you're know. selling. You, wait, what do you think is more important about Jimmy John's? Their sandwiches or their fast delivery? I mean, I think that they're sandwiches, but they market their fast delivery. I've okay. never actually got Jimmy John's delivery. I always just go to the store. I get maybe you should just order from now from now on. See no, how fast I don't it is. like doing delivery stuff. Maybe just leave it on the on the the stoop outside. I got a tip, and I don't know, meet them, and ugh. yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of the tipping. I'm not a big fan of tipping. Me too. I don't like that Uber put tips back on. Oh yeah. I, mean, I guess it wasn't there before. They just added tips. Basically, I feel bad when I tip and when I don't tip. So that's what I, I Yeah, it's like a lose-lose. Yeah. Um, but you know what? If I worked in the service industry, I would sure love tipping. I mean, I wish that they just got paid more. It shouldn't rely on tips. Yeah, no. I mean, service So here's something interesting. I don't generally I'm not a tipper. And and every once in a while I will tip a performer. Um while I was in uh, Colorado, the, we went to a, they call it like a pre-ski. Basically, like, went for a drink after the mountain, you know, after hitting the slopes. The performers? Yeah, there was a performer performing at the... Oh, you mean like on the street? No, a in street the bar, performer? in the beer we went to. The beer the beer, oh, yeah. the beer parlor. Isn't that what they call it? The beer parlor? Maybe. Maybe like a, um, yeah, the beer parlor. I'll go with that. Um. Anyway, it was like owned by some Austrian guy who like moved there in like 1964. Oh. Speaking of, sorry, quick shout out. I don't have our YouTube chat thing open in case someone is like, someone is messing, messaging us. I need to open that up. But message us on our YouTube chat thing and message us on, a, you can tweet us at Fresh and Par and uh, I'll get back to you, even though I wasn't checking until right this second. Is but someone continue, chatting? Continue is someone I don't know. I haven't checked yet. Okay. Probably. I mean, we get so many. So, I mean. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we do. It'll be a backup. Uh, I was randomly looking at our views for some of the shows, and it's so weird. Some episodes have like 600, 240, 286, 2007, and then last week's or whatever, like the episode 146, six streams. So thanks, people. Really appreciate it. Jerk. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> no, thank you for watching. Okay, yeah. now I'm up. Okay. So anyone wants to say anything, we're ready. So this nice. is really cool, which I never knew. He was basically, he would, t- it was just a singer guitar dude. And he was like, oh, I'm checking out this new website. And it was called like mysonglist.net or something like the worst name. Yeah. And he put every single song he knew. So he was taking requests and he put every yeah. single song he knew into that thing. Cause you could do that. You just essentially find your performer and then it'll just bring it up. Yeah. And then you could just select songs and it would shoot it to him. And basically you can make requests via that. That is really cool. So I picked a couple songs and I threw them on there. Like uh yeah. like Billy Jean from Michael Jackson. Um I did uh, a Tom Petty song and That's a it, really good idea for like the app. I mean just to you're connecting consumers with like performers. And you can also tip them. This is what I was getting at. You can also tip them via PayPal. Yeah. And and I was cool. like and the thing is is like ugh, 
I don't. Re- so then he played two out of the four, or maybe even eventually got to all of them because we only stayed for one drink. But he played two out of the songs that we picked. So I felt compelled to give him like a dollar for playing my song. Cool. So I, that's my point. This is the one opportunity, one time where I was like, I felt compelled to tip because I thought it was cool that he played the songs that that we um that we had picked. You know what I mean? I feel like that that's different than a service tip. Like when you're performing for tips. Uh, like you're doing it for free and then like you might just get tips but when you're doing something that already you were gonna do like being a server like i don't think that tips should like be in play that should just be part of your pay i that i agree with that i agree with that well i'm sure this guy was getting paid to perform there too you know what i mean i don't think so you don't think so yeah i mean he was at a it was like one of the i guess maybe if it was like if he was like better he was pretty good I'll be honest. He was pretty good. Like he he changed up some of the deliveries on the on the on the line on some of the lines of the songs. Like not the words, but like you know, little little play on it. So like he was trying to make it his own a little bit, which I I respect. But anyway, yeah, that's cool. But anyway, the mysonglist.net or whatever the hell it was called. I thought that was pretty cool. You could just type in the artist. I was just thinking like I could just randomly just goof around on that app and just start shooting out like because you don't I know, have to. I was thinking that to you. Yeah, you don't have to like. Basically, you could just have Radiohead. Yeah, uh, you can go to uh, mysonglist.freshandparlance.com and you, you you go through there and we'll just take a small percentage of your tips. That's true. We <laughs> actually we should do that, and uh, you could just have me sing songs. You could basically. Yeah. You could choose the songs that I'll sing. Um, I will not make it my own. I will be exact. I will keep, <laughs> keep like the ones that you know, and it's like keep just a key. couple. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'll sing uh, whatever. Anyway, so you went to uh, you went to L.A. You went to La La Land. I did. I, me and the fam took a trip to L.A. We stayed uh, near Universal City because you're going to the Universal Park. Mostly, our main event was going to the Harry Potter Land, which was pretty awesome. It was, the ride was amazing, and uh, we got the cloak. We had some butter beer. Oh wait, wait, wait! Uh, Is butter beer alcoholic or not? Non-alcoholic, and they have it cold and hot. What way did you get it? Hot. Oof! I don't know if I would have went hot. Eighty degree weather, and you're drinking butter beer hot. Yeah, that's how you, that's how it goes. How much was it? Uh, how much was one? What do they serve it in pints? Uh, maybe I guess. How much was one pint of butter beer or one whatever what? one? Yeah. Uh, I think it was maybe like $5 or something. Oh, that seems pretty reasonable for this stuff. This stuff wasn't like super ridiculous priced. But um, yeah, no, it was really cool. And like uh, we took a picture with a uh, train and at the castle. And then uh, they had they had Simpsons lands. I didn't know that. So Wait, train? The band train? The train, you know, the... Um, no, oh, the Hogwarts what's called? Express. The Hogwarts, Hogwarts Express. Express, that one, yeah. Okay. And uh, we did the Universal Studio Tour, saw the Jaws, did the um, Fast and Furious thing in the Studio Tour. It was kind of cool. Wait, what's the Fast and Furious thing? Like in the Studio Tour, like the bus goes into like a hangar and like it's some sort of like uh, there's screens on the whole thing and it's all 3D. You put 3D glasses on and they're like driving in a car with Fast and Furious people. Like they're pulling with, it's like, the bus moves and stuff, and then like there's fire shoots out and whatever. It's like you're, you're in the movie, but you're, you're in the bus. You're definitely not selling it right now. You're like, oh, you put glasses on. There's some fire, 3D. And... Yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, that dance party was like basically what, holograms. What do you mean there's a dance with the fa- Fast and Furious cast? Yeah, 
Was that I mean, Paul- what the hologram versions of them? Was Paul Walker there? Who's I don't know which one that He's is. He's the blonde. He was the blonde guy that died. Is he? In oh, it? I don't know. I guess I don't know who. I the only one that I know is uh you know the um the main three like, um, the Rock and uh, the girl from Lost, and uh, you know the main one. Vin Diesel, you really Vin Diesel, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like you know the guy, the you know the one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so yeah, we did Universal, and uh, I got a watch. I got a, I got one of the the um, fossil watches at Universal City. It's pretty cool. It's like the Android Wear one. I already had the Moto three sixty before, so I know how to set it up. It's an upgrade. It's like really blingy, all silver. So. Well, I, I mean, like, you're getting older. You want to want to add a little bling to your to your yeah, I gotta, wrist. I gotta it up. Less like, contemporary, more just bling. You're just uh, <laughs> yeah. You're straight up. Basically, you're all into men's jewelry right now. Just admit it. All into it. because yeah, I have love- a watch and a ring. <laughs> 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 yeah. See, you're into it. You already. You just effectively doubled your collection. I did. Yeah. But uh. And then we we also in LA we also did like the observatory. Oh, I was disappointed. Like after we were at Universal, we had missed going to the Hollywood sign because we tried driving through the valley and whatever, and thought you'd be able to see it, but you couldn't. So like we looked up where it was and went up that street that like the residential street that goes right to it, or you know that you can see it from. But I didn't know they don't light it up at night. So like we went at night and like you could see the kind of the outline, but it's like not lit up at all. So like we had to go back like the other day in the daytime. That's a bummer. Apparently when they did light it up, like too many people came up the street to see it at night. And it like all the residents, cause it's like one street and you basically blocked in there for any emergency service or anything. So, so but how's that better than anymore. doing it in the day? No, they don't. I mean, it's just always there. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. So like if it was at night, people would go to try to see it at night. Yeah, in the funny. day, like not that many people are trying to go. And I feel like when I was when I saw the Hollywood side, it did light up at night. I yeah, know, when, I thought so too. But when did I they stop? Not. When did they stop doing it? They had to do apparently, it. Apparently, it was like way long ago, like in the seventies or sixties or something. Well, you know, like the original Hollywood sign, they just let it to go to shit, and then they redid it. Oh, really? I mean, a, a, apparently the original one flashed because it was just all about like trying to get developers to like move there. Interesting. Because it was like nobody was there before. But um, yeah, so we did that. But so then we went to the observatory instead and saw it from there in the day. That was cool. And we had hot dogs at Pinkies and we went to Disney, we decided. So we did Disney. We had, I met Darth Vader, took pictures. Uh, we didn't get to meet Chewbacca. We ran out of time, but did Star Tours. What do you mean you and, ran out uh, of time? Is there like a scheduled time that they come out? No, but we just did other things. Like it was Phantasma, the whole water thing at nine o'clock. They're open till eleven p.m. It's pretty late. But did you stay have, till eleven? Like, we did Star Tours instead. Did you stay till eleven? No, we stayed just after Phantasma, at, like maybe nine thirty. Is Phantasma like the fireworks show or whatever? Yeah, it's like the light show thing in the river. It was cool. Okay, so Pirates cool. of the Caribbean. Uh, and then in Disney, like we did California Adventure the second time because we had like a two-day pass. And uh, I went and saw um, Frozen was over there, the, like the Broadway show style. 
It was on the stage. It was like the hour, like full on show. It was really good. I have never seen Frozen, but I am basically a Frozen fan now. It's a way cooler story than I expected. And what's, uh, the, what's the story? Uh, I mean, it's it's just about like the sisters and one of them had magic or whatever. And then like she was worried to hurt the other sisters. So she tried to hide her magic. And so they separated them when they were little and they took away the other one's memory. So she didn't know that she had magic. And then like the parents die. And so then they have to like hang out again, even though they haven't hung out for whatever. And then like she runs off and I don't know. I'm not explaining very well. I don't want to ruin it for anyone who hasn't seen Frozen. Here's the thing. I've never seen it. I probably never will see it. I know. I didn't think that I ever would either, but I was shockingly, uh, you know, surprised with it. And Basically, then we went, to, we went and took pictures with them, with uh, two Frozen girls. That was Elsa, fun. What, who is it? It's Elsa and what's the other one? Anna, I guess. Okay. Which one's the one that has magic? Elsa. Which one's a princess? They're both princesses. Oh. Which one's but, a lesbian? <laughs> I don't know. One of them's I don't a lesbian. One of them is. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. That didn't come up in the in the Broadway show of it. Well, one of them is married and one of them isn't. Neither of them are married in the story that I saw. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, oh, in the Guardians of the Galaxy. They also have a Guardians Guardians of the Galaxy ride, and we took pictures with Groot. That's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Was it baby and Groot? Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Was it which Groot was it? Baby Groot, teenage Groot, or adult Groot? It was full Groot. Full Groot. Full Groot. Yeah, full Groot. And we hung out with him. And we went to the, they they'd had a real dance party with Gamora and uh Star Lord. They came out and like were doing they had to like it was some sort of thing where they were coming back for his stereo and um but they were tracked, so they needed a heat signature to like to, to like distract the tracking, whatever that someone was doing. So they had everyone dance and move around to like create heat, and so then they could like jam their sensors to overload. So then you're supposed to dance. <laughs> it was pretty good. So how was this? So um, the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. What what was that all about? It's, I guess it was the Tower of Doom or whatever. Terror, before. Tower, of Terror, Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror. And so it was like the elevator where it goes um, up and down and stops at floors and things happen. But the story was that you were uh, captured by that collector guy in the movie. Mm-hmm. Have you, like, I don't remember his name. But I just realized, I got confused looking at the Guardians of the Galaxy, um, like the whole building. I thought it was a building from... Um, from Thor, because it's exactly the same kind of style as the, the in the mo- most previous Thor movie. Did you saw the new Thor? I did. So, like, you know how they're on that like warp planet or whatever. Yeah, and it's the same actor too as in Guardians of the Galaxy. It's not. He's no, no, no. That one was Jeff Goldblum. In the other movies, it's Benicio del Toro. I thought both of them were Jeff Goldblum. No, the other one's Benicio del Toro. Oh, okay. I, I was, was thinking they were the same one, and I hadn't realized it. But I don't think they're, they're the same one. Pretty similar characters. They're very similar characters, yes. But anyways, so the, the story was that you were captured by him, and he was putting you in the collection. But Rocket like got in and was like, fixed the elevator, like so then you could escape. But then like you know, 
it goes up and down a bunch because he was trying to mess with it or whatever as you escape. Did it free fall all the way to the bottom at the end? Kind of. I mean, I guess I couldn't tell which part I was on, but it, it did feel cool going up and down. Okay. It the, wasn't the... scary at all, though. I feel like it was less like intense than I expected. The original Tower of Terror basically like it would tease you and then it would drop out full free fall and you would, didn't even know it was going to happen. And also you were looking out and you could see everything. Yeah, they had the thing that where you look out at the very top. Yeah. But not the whole way down. Interesting. I would I I cool. I would I'd do it again. But that I'd, one had like the longest line. I would definitely do that ride. I um I you in Disney did you do Space Mountain? We didn't do Space Mountain. That was another long one. How about uh Indiana Jones? We didn't do very many of the rides. We only did Pirates of the Caribbean and uh Thunder Mountain and star tours oh it sucked when we went to star tours the first time like i signed up for the fast pass like three or four hours ahead and we went there for our like thing at our appointment and like we were way almost to the front and they shut the whole ride down and like they're like oh there's a malfunction or something everyone has to go out like we were almost there and they like made everyone like go out and but they gave us an extra like uh, unlimited free pass uh, fast pass so you didn't have to wait you could just go to any ride and go straight to Fast Pass. So I used that later when it reopened. So we did still get to go on it. It's um I've done Star Tours. That's been around for a while. That's pretty fun. Is it still the same thing where there's like a it's like a robot first day on the job and he's gonna drive you through the like drive you as a pilot? No, they changed it all, I guess, recently. So now it's all based on the new um uh Last Jedi movie. Interesting, because I that I've been on that ride so many times in my life. And yeah. it was always the same ride. And I guess they now they change it. I, I feel yeah. like I need to go back. I feel like everybody should go back like once every 10 years or something, even if you don't have yeah. kids. So it kind of sucked because Disney, they were doing a bunch of remodeling. So the whole mm. middle had all those. I mean, they were nice construction walls, though. But it was like a lot of it was blocked off because they were redoing things. So they're changing one section, like a whole thing to be a Pixar land now. And then they're going to have like a Star Wars land also, like totally new sections. So then, like a bunch of stuff was like not accessible. Have you been to Disney? Had you been there before Disneyland? Only like when I was like a little kid, like seven. Okay, so I've been in a long time. I probably I was the last there probably ten years ago, maybe yeah. less, like eight years ago or something like that. I really enjoyed it, but Disney World is like because they have so much more space, it just feels yeah, it feels like better. You know what I mean? I know. I want to check that out sometime too, but. But then you have to go to Florida. Yeah. yeah. It's much farther. Way but far. overall, it was a great trip. We hung out in the pool at our hotel. And uh, a rental car was pretty pretty okay. And uh, what else did we do? We did everything. Oh, I guess we didn't do Warner Brothers. That was one of the main things. We thought about it, but we did Disney instead. What's Warner? The studio lot of Warner Brothers? Yeah, the studio lot. I didn't even know they had a... What, do they have a tour or something? Yeah, they have a tour. You can go see like the Friends set. And like, uh, I don't know, some other stuff. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, the uh, So I went to Vail, Colorado for skiing. Colorado. That's cool. That's a, that's a more sporty trip. It was a little sporty. Um, they haven't had much snow. this year. It's the lowest snow totals they've had in 30 years there. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's been, it was so cold there that they could just blow snow. Um, <clears throat> but weirdly, when we were in Denver, because we flew into Denver, by the way, Denver Airport, which I'll get into in a little bit later, 
worst yeah. airport ever. It is the worst <laughs> airport ever. I don't know what to say. It's the most confusing layout. It doesn't make it any sense. It totally must be because they made it pre-security mm-hmm. check stuff. That's really the only excuse I can think of. I, I mean, here's the thing. It's I would say that's possibly true, but here's the thing. It's like, okay, either you go to east or the west, right? And you get off at different exits. Then you get off and you're like, okay, I got off now, but wait a minute. I'm not, the car drops you off, like the van or whatever drops you off or whatever they drop you off. Yeah. And it's where everyone gets dropped off, basically. And it wasn't like where the, the term, like where the ticketing was. And the signs for the ticketing didn't make any sense. And then like, you're like, where the fuck am I? Like, it's like left, it's right. Like, it didn't make any sense. And then everything funnels into this. Even when we landed, we landed and we we're yeah. like, <clears throat> the train, like, you know, like New York, like Tokyo subways or New York City subways. Yeah. Like when on rush hour or whatever, when it's just like packed. It's when it yeah. was like, we landed at like 10 o'clock at night and it was like packed. The trains, they don't run them enough. To, you have to take a train to get from the, like, that where is we land. weird that they don't run it enough. <laughs> I mean, it's like a closed loop train, right? Yeah. It's crazy. But the thing is, it's the place is huge. It's like 52 square miles. It makes no sense. This place is ridiculous. <laughs> and not only that, when we were going through the tunnels, like um, uh, to take the train there, it's like, yeah, I w- it was like making all these like, ch- like track changes. Like it was like going right. And then it was like, yeah, it was like branching off. And I'm like, wait, wait, where did that railway go that way? Like, why is there a track that goes that way where there's nothing over there? Like, where are we going right now? This doesn't make any sense. Um, it's really bizarre, really bizarre airport. And then I saw, I guess I should just get into it. Like there's a ton of conspiracies about that place. Yeah, I know. I would like, I, yeah, I read the article that you sent. I didn't know any of that. I didn't need, I didn't know it either, but here, like, let's see. So first off, I remember when I was a, like a teenager, like there was, it was a joke. The Denver airport was the huge joke because they were over budget and way behind schedule. Like it was a huge yeah. joke. Um, but it, let's see. It was oh oh yeah. I didn't even realize that two billion dollars over budget. By the way, That's two crazy. billion. I, yeah. I was just looking too, and it's it's not even like the most busy. It's the sixth busiest airport in the U.S. <laughs> but it's the second biggest in the world, which makes no yeah. sense. That doesn't make sense. Okay, so I'm surprised that Atlanta is the most busy airport in the U.S. Atlanta by like that- a lot. Isn't that Delta's tub? So maybe, but still, yeah, I think it's Delta's tub. I think that's and then LAX is number two. That makes sense. Is JFK three or or is it Dallas or Chicago? uh, Chicago O'Hara. O'Hara Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. And then Dallas, and then JFK. Um. So uh, apparently, they the the runways. Here's one of the things: the layout of of its six runways is to some swastika like. Which is weird. Yeah. Um, weird. Uh, its design features the square and compasses symbol associated with the Freemasons. Um, one of the things says it's uh, it says the New World Airport Commission on the thing, like on the like. I guess there's a, a time. What's it called? Like a, a when you hide stuff in there and then you open it a hundred years oh, later. Capsule. So they have a time capsule and it has a Freemasons logo on it, and yeah. then. Um, and then it says, the strangest thing about the, this is the new, oh, wait, hold on. Let me read this. Uh, furthering speculation, the stone dedication marker for a time capsule buried under an American flag at the south end of the terminal actually mentions, quote, the New World Airport Commission. 
Furthering speculation, its design features the square encompasses symbols associated with the Freemasons. The strangest thing is that the New World Airport Commission doesn't exist. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Uh, it was designed by a planning and advocacy group consisting of local business and political leaders. The group exactly first off, what's the new world order? Basically it was the new, it was supposed to read new world airport commission, not new world airport commission, but whatever they, um, and you know, people think the Freemasons are all into weird shit anyway. Um, they have a giant, uh, deer, uh, not deer horse in the front. That was yeah. built. Actually I think broke. that's the craziest, like the story of it. Yeah, the guy was building it and it broke and it like fell on him, crushed, the, him. crushed him, killed him, and then they finished it and it has glowing red eyes at night, which I didn't see. I'm kind of pissed off. And I didn't they still see. put it up. I know. I know. Um, it has uh, crazy uh, conspiracy theories about the tunnels underground. Like there's an underground city underneath the, the, the town of the, aliens <laughs> or Nazi prisons. And um, yeah, and, they, but and this is baggage thing that never yeah. got done. They never, and they, it never worked from opening, and they never fixed it. Yeah, just like a huge like underground baggage network that just never worked. Also, people say it's suspicious that it has a uh, jet fuel pumping station that's capable of pumping one thousand gallons of jet fuel per minute through a twenty-eight mile network of pipes. For some, and 20- then like. And they have like the reservoir of like way more than they would ever need. Yeah, it's really crazy. And then let's see here. There was some, and there's like weird pictures of like dudes in gas masks. Like, yeah, like, the art looked crazy. The art is very weird. There's and, um, like before you go in that airplane, it's like looks like it's pretty disturbing. And then the gargoyles that are all at the entrances of the baggage claim and stuff. They were saying. Yeah. Uh, because the gargoyles are supposed to watch over the area in which they are positioned, the creatures have been installed in the baggage claim area to ensure that all of the luggage arrives safe from harm. You can see the two gargoyles, f- which form a sculpture known as Nortra Denver. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also, I think the gargoyles are specifically dumb because, like, it's not gargoyle style at all, like the airport. And then it's just like, it looks out of place. Yeah, it's really strange. And then. Uh, Denver has the uh, since twenty in twenty seventeen fourteen plays at, but also it's called DIA DIA, which is weird. Denver International Airport ended up with cracked On windshields. N. No, it's DIA. Well, it, here's the thing that might be its, um, it's like IATA code. Yeah, exactly. But the, the DIA is the that's the, the initials of it. <clears throat> yeah, um. And the, the people were speculating because there were so many cracked windows that it was because they were testing uh, EMP oh. below the ground. That's crazy. Yeah. That's first off, that wouldn't break your windshields. That would pretty much. I like, know it wouldn't. That's what people were saying. Yeah, but they yeah. were saying that some airplanes that were flying over it, like at full altitude, just had the windshield break when they were in the vicinity. <laughs> <laughs> so it yeah. was like totally like more like weird than just ones that were parked. Yeah um it's it's and by the way it's really weird so denver is an interesting town it's very flat so you could just it just goes on and on and on and on and on and to get to the airport you just take this highway like in it's almost like it reminds me a little bit like a Reykjavik's airport which yeah. is like in iceland it's really far away and it's just like you drive through like brown grass fields of nothing 
and then you and then you just show, you get to this part and then there's like all of a sudden like a freaking airport it doesn't yeah. make any sense and um it's just ginormous dude it's just huge i don't know what to say it's really weird so anyway i had uh that denver airport check it out guys check it out um, i've never been there i gotta check it out sometime yeah also denver's cool we got there it was like i saw it when we were there it was like Isn't it like the youngest city or something I'm not, it's you know it's almost the same exact size as Seattle. It's like six hundred and some thousand. Oh yeah, it's like yeah, we're neck and neck. Yeah, and th- and then um, we got there. It was like middle of winter. It was like I don't know. It was weirdly warm. It was like in the fifties. And when we landed, I checked the the weather. Like when we sorry when we got to the airport, I checked the weather because it felt really warm out when we were dropping off the car or rental car. And um, and I was like, oh shit, it's gonna be like it was like gonna be sixty this like this weekend or whatever like it's just weirdly warm there it was very cold in vale um like negative one one of the days when we woke how up far so, is vale from denver two hours two hours but um so it's like you just basically go into the rockies so i think it's like maybe 80 miles or something like that 90 miles yeah you basically just drive into the rockies and then you're there um so uh, anyway, Vale loved it. First off, it's the, my most right now. And I've skied a lot of places, not around the world, but around the United States. And uh, this is and, and and Canada. So I shouldn't, I guess I have skied internationally. Um, and this is yeah. my favorite resort of all time. It's like best. What other and, countries have you skied in? Just Canada. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh, I'm surprised you never went in skiing anywhere else while you're on your. Well, the your thing is, trips. is like usually when we travel uh internationally we don't necessarily travel to places where it's winter yeah oh yeah that's true so like usually if we're doing a november trip or something like that we'll go somewhere where it's opposite you know what i mean yeah like not winter um so uh loved it so a couple th- weird things happen one uh second day we were going up the lift and the guy gets on with us, you know, because by the way, no one was skiing. It was like we waited at most at the longest, maybe two, possibly three minutes. Like, you know, like sometimes you go to these ski resorts, and you just you spend most of your time waiting in line. Yeah. Like, no line I know, that's waiting. awesome. You could try try everything. Basically, we like we did ev- almost every single run we could possibly do like that we would want to do. You know what I mean? Like we didn't leave anything yeah. on the table. Um, How many? And- what one run did you do the most times? So, oh, that's a good question. What run did we do? The, or even besides which one it was, how many times was it? So I think we did this one. Well, my my wife. So I would basically, the, you know how sometimes you could go down a run and then break off and then it'll meet again at the bottom. Yeah. So I think I probably did this one called Swingville. It's a green, but it basically branches off. I would take a blue down or a black after that. Yeah. Um, I probably rode that one like seven or eight times. Like, That's cool. Um, but yeah, not always to finish because I would just veer off sometimes and then meet at the bottom or whatever. Yeah. But like basically you would start on that one and then veer off. Um, I, it, it, I thought it offered the most uh, like that little area offered the most in terms of variety. Um, and then I, if I had done it earlier, I probably would have done this if it was if it had been um groomed the first day we probably would have done this run born free probably like more we only ended up doing it like three or four times because it was yeah. just and it was on the second day maybe three times um we probably would have done more the first time we actually we actually had to do a u-turn like crawl back up the mountain because it was, it really? was a, yeah 
well, I wouldn't have done it, but I don't know the mountain as well. Um, yeah. I would have just, uh, the bumps, like my wife can't do moguls and it was bumped up. And, um, so basically she wanted to not do that. So we had just turned down and I just saw the bumps and it wasn't that much. It was like maybe 20 yards to walk up a little hill. I would have yeah. just done it, but whatever. She didn't want to do it. So we just ended up not doing that one. And then the next day I thought it was groomed. So I was like, oh, we're definitely going to go do that now because it's one of their more famous signature runs. That one. Nice. Um, <clears throat> so I've never uh, any- even heard of a signature run at a place. Oh yeah. Everywhere they, has that? Everywhere has it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So like cool. uh, mountains are known, basically usually mountains have like, you know, one like classic one or at least one classic area. Um, so there yeah. they, they, I, I, here's the thing. I did this run. It's called Riva Ridge or whatever. Riva Ridge, R-I-V-A Ridge. And it's a top to mountain run. You do a, you go from gondola, then you get on a lift and you could literally go all the way down. Like straight. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's like maybe I was going, I was flying. I was flying. Um, and it's a combination of um, green, black, blue. It goes like this green, black, blue, black, blue, green, blue. That's basically the, the, like the. That's series. crazy. Like you just remember the order, like off the top of your head. Yeah. And um, the it's amazing. It's like an amazing run. I was like, this might be the favorite. I've my, the best run I've ever been on. Basically. I said that to myself, like, this is the best run I've ever been on. Cause it, offered, cause you could, it, it had vertical like steepness, but it wasn't, bumped. Yeah. it was groomed the whole way pretty much. And, um, it's top to bottom. And I, and then the net, when I got home, I was like, I just did signature, you know, signature runs. And that was number one. And I was like, makes sense. Like, at least I know, I basically was like confirmed my belief. I was like, Oh, good. Like that's the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That one is really good. Yeah. Yeah. I was, just, I thought I was just delusional. Cause I was just like, Oh, maybe I'm just like, you know, not used to like that type of run, but no, it, it was pretty, pretty, it's cool to like, just basically I, it, you could, and I, I didn't stop. Like I bum rushed it. And the first time I did it, like, I didn't realize that it didn't meet up. It was on the green. I thought it met up with the green. So I, I said, Oh, you know, Hey wife, I'll meet you at the bottom at the, by the lift. And then I got on it and I was like, this is not going toward the lift at all. <laughs> like, I, so you have to go back up to get back there. So basically. Yeah. I had a, I, so I bombed it. I literally bombed it. Not even knowing where I was on the thing. I was like, I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going for it. Yeah, and I, all was, the way down. I went all the way down. Like, and I didn't, I did not stop. I just kept, I, just blew it. Just like, that I, was probably, awesome. I, I was probably going to like 30 miles an hour down the hill. Like I was just like, you like pass people. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And, yeah. um, and, and then I get to the bottom and I was like, it was like her phone died. So we had service. Her phone died. She didn't know where I was. She ended up having to wait 30 minutes. What? for me. Yeah. I felt terrible, but you know, batteries, man. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, the second day, the backup battery, we did, but she forgot it at the room that that time. So oh, all yeah. the buses are free in Vale. Every bus. Well, that's pretty cool. Really cool. Best public transportation ever. So you could basically, if you don't want to stay in the Vale Village, which you could, it's a great village. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, you could stay in the outskirts, like East Vale, West Vale, or Lion's Head, like not in the actual village, and then just yeah. get a bus, and they'll pick you up. They run like till from like five a.m. to or not five a.m. like. 6 a.m. to uh, 2 a.m. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And then um, 
the second day we get there, uh, the lion's head um, lifts. They have a gondola and a lift that goes up. I think the lift is called like Born Free or something like that run I was talking about. Yeah. And um, they stopped working and they started busting people over. And so when on our, we got, the, we, it was the second day we were like going up. It was like 845. The guy's like, I think someone died over there. And we're like, what? He's oh, like, yeah. yeah, there was a lot of police stuff. I think someone died. And we're like, oh my gosh, it's 845. Having done that lift, it's like a 15 minute lift. That dude must have died on the, or whoever. I know that's crazy. First lift. And they're like, and he's like, yeah, yeah, no, they, they're definitely, the lifts are down. So later in the afternoon, like after lunch or whatever, um, well, he ended up getting on the lift with uh, like a rescue guy, like a, one of those red shirt rescue skier guys. Yeah, one of the red shirts. Yeah. And um, he's like, yeah, no, there, I was asking him. And he's like, yeah, yeah, someone did die. I was like, ski? He's like, no, no, no. They found a body in in the creek based <laughs> off of the thing. I was like, what? A body in the creek? He's like, yeah, there was a body in the creek. He's like, there was a missing person last night. Maybe it's related. Maybe it's not. That's all he's like. He's like, but he's like, the only thing I could, the funny thing is like, the only thing I could say is what the sheriff's department said. There's yeah, a body yeah. found in the It's like, it was what the sheriff's department tweeted. Yeah. And so basically when I got, the they're so official now. I know. I know. Right. So basically we need, we need to have an official tweet about this event. Yeah. About the, our show. I guess we should have an official tweet for our show. We do, don't we? No. Oh yeah, we do. Because when we post on Facebook, it tweets. Yeah. It, it auto tweet. I hope yeah. it does. I haven't actually checked recently, but. It's supposed um, to like cross tweets. Yeah. So basically what I got, there's a daily thing called the Vale Daily. It's like a local yeah. newspaper and it's free. First off, the Vale Daily, shouldn't it be called the Dale Valley? Like seriously? <laughs> it should. Anyway, um, I quickly looked it up. They have an online website and it went into the, all the details about the local. It was a local, it wasn't even a tourist. It had nothing. And at the end it said, not related to the missing report from last night. Like at the end, okay. <laughs> like, and, uh, but basically it was like a local who'd been there for 40 years and just fell in like in the Creek and died. And it was like, immediately I was like, is it murder? Could it be murder? <laughs> um, but I don't know. Maybe it was murder. Who knows? You're just looking for, uh, for drama basically. Yeah. But basically someone in the article, it said someone on the f- first run up on the lift, looked down and saw the dead body in the water. Yeah. It would suck to be that. So that's, I so, wonder if they got to ski down though. Were they the only ones who got to do the run? Well, I bet you they let them. Yeah, of course they. Yeah, they probably. Well, I mean, yeah, you would still do the run, I guess. But um, yeah, I don't know. Weird, weird, weird stuff. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyway, so that was weird. And then I watched Sully. You know that movie Sully? With, oh, yeah. Uh, about the, um, the Hudson River airplane thing, right? Yeah. First off, pretty good movie. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. But here's what here's what not to do. Watch it the day before, like the night before you fly out because <laughs> all i'm thinking about is like oh man I, our pilot what wait. happened on that plane anyways what was the problem bird strike oh is the birds and then on the engine both engines it had no engines but i mean it still ran i mean it still was flying i but those think, can't really glide right yeah i don't think it was flying i think that's why he landed it in the hudson no i mean but like yeah I mean, it's I not falling out of the sky. Um, I don't know. Basically, I know both engine, both. So, having watched the movie, I know both engines were done, cooked. Okay, yeah. and um, like, like, some, like the guy was basically he made a one in a million decision to not 
turn and try to take it back to the um, airport. airport. Yeah, because he wouldn't have made it. Like they do all these simulations later. Yeah, and he wouldn't have made it. And then you would have been in some sort of residential area, right? Oh, oh, or hit a building in the city. And also, like the fact that he just like made the decision to land in the water and then not literally just um, you know kill everyone. You know, like yeah, because the well, in the sense that like he successfully landed in the water at like without engines. Yeah, (laughs) and and everyone lived. Yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, what was you mean? I mean, the, like, that's unlikely. He would have probably crashed. It, yes, he would have definitely crashed. Like, it's without a doubt. And also, no one's No, ever no, seen... I mean in the water, because he didn't. No, he didn't crash the water because he, he, instead of, like, trying to make it somewhere and then, like, hitting land, yeah, like, he just made the decision, like, I'm just going to try to land this on the water. The thing is, no jet has ever landed on, a, on water and not broken apart and had people die. Oh, really? That's what I mean. Yeah. So, so don't really land on water. Yeah. It's not a thing. It's not like yeah. not really done. Um <clears throat> he was like basically it was like the perfect situation. He was like a, a like a he was in doing all this research and trying to open up an air like an airline uh, like safety consultancy. He was doing that before or after like at the same time like right because oh, he was about really? to ret- yeah. And he had been flying since he was like 15 years old or something and just like all sorts of crazy shit about planes and safety and just like had an intuition to just know that he wasn't going to make it and just like made the split decision like i'm taking it into the hudson and then on top of that it was like it was like super cold in the middle of january when they did it the people were in the water and they basically had like nine minutes before they died of hypothermia and it just so happened that there was like a ferry going by I thought, didn't he tell he radioed that that was going to happen though, right? So he basically said, "I'm taking it into the I'm taking it into the the river." That was it. Yeah, that was it. That was the last thing he said. He didn't and, say like they didn't then, they didn't say anything back to him. No, they tried to. He somehow went silent because he was concentrating on landing it into the river. Huh? Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Anyway, so was the movie the movie was like good dramatic? The movie is essentially, by the way, this is a spoiler. They the movie is about his feelings and the the investigation into actually landing it into the into the river because there was initially the 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 report like the box that they pulled out or whatever yeah. um showed that it only had one engine failure and if he only had one engine failure then it was pilot error because he could have definitely made it back yeah so they were like we ran all these simulations and you would have made it back you have both engines he's like no i didn't have both engines i only have one engine or i didn't have both engines i or i had no engines there's yeah. not one engine and they were arguing about that and i guess the, and so for dramatic effect or if, whether this is true or not basically yeah. the engine yeah. that they needed to test actually broke off and fell to the bottom of the river and they didn't have it initially yeah. so oh, when they were, yeah yeah so basically they had to like pull it up and that when they pulled it up, it confirmed that both engines were gone and that he couldn't have. And then the simulations proved that he couldn't um, actually make it back to. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's the gist of it. Like basically it's a one in a million, one in a million, one in a million, one in a million, like all these crazy circumstances for these people to live. It's just like crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. So. um, Miracles, right? No, not miracles. Just crazy. Yeah. It's a miracle that they survived. I would say it's fortunate. Miracle. <laughs> or is it a miracle that those birds crashed that plane? 
I mean, basically, those bird terrorists didn't get away with it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, we were coming back in a pretty little plane, uh, and we had massive turbulence. Massive. And all I kept thinking about was like, is Sully? We don't have Sully. We have some low life WestJet <laughs> Delta. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this is terrible. I'm not joking. It was bad. We had those, you know, those things where you drop like maybe ten feet or yeah. something like that. I always kind of wanted that to happen to me. Yeah, it's not fun. It's not. I've had it happen quite a few times. It's not fun. Um, this thing was like. Have you ever? The thing that I always would be like the not panic, but like something's wrong is if the um. The air mass just fall. Have you ever had the air mass fall? No, I've never. Um, I believe my wife had it happen once. Um, I feel like it happened on mistake or something, probably most likely. But yeah, uh, yeah, that was um, that no, would be scary. She no, her flight had an engine go out. Oh really? Yeah, and they had to make an emergency landing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the air, and the air mass. I, I, I don't know if that. the air mass if that was the flight or not. I'm not sure. So I'm not going to even speculate on that. Um. But um, I know someone, I know someone, and I don't remember who had it happen to them. And it was just like error. It was like, it wasn't supposed to. Yeah. Um, but anyway, this is bopping, bang, and dude, we're veering left and right. And you could feel the plane kind of like, you know, when like uh, things are going forward, but like the tail and the head are kind of like. Yeah, they, you're kind of like skewed. Yeah. Like going. <laughs> yeah. It was like that and it was like shaking and the bobbing left and right and the lady in front i've i've never seen this before she got at the barf bag yeah like she was i haven't seen it either i always kind of thought the barf bags were like when people weren't used to flying before or like when stuff was worse right because it's not on there but i never seen anyone use it i basically i've only used barf bags to throw trash into it you know like oh i gotta just put trash somewhere put it in the barf bag i've never um, even done that so like, yeah, I basically, I didn't even know that they still, I, and that was a long time ago when I was like, just, you know, dirty, like 20 something year old, I would throw shit in there. I didn't even know they still had them because I haven't even looked in there. I didn't even know they were still there. Yeah. But anyway, it was bopping, bang, 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 bang. We're jostling around 25 minutes. And then we finally make it through like the clouds and it was still a little jittery, but it wasn't that bad um, after that. So it was just like a 25 minute period of just like. That's very, really long. Now. It was like white knuckles, dude. My, my, my hands were just like. Like just, just grabbing the thing, it was it was not it was not ideal. Um, so anyway, that's that's pretty much that's pretty. Let's you want to let's we could close it up there. We could close it. That's up a there. good. Those are good trip stories. Yeah. So um the uh the, wait there was one thing I did want to talk off before we we finished. Um oh yeah Saudi Arabia they finally got to watch a movie for the first time. They you know they had what? a they had a thirty five year cinema ban. Oh no, I didn't know that. Yeah, they weren't allowed to have any movies played. Do you know what the first oh, movie was? Not even like Google ones or something? Nothing. They had no movie theaters. That's crazy. I did not know that. So they lifted the band. Do you know what the first movie they played was? What? The Emoji Movie. What? That's ridiculous. That's like the worst. Mo- I think that's like one of the worst movies. Like It is one of the worst movies. I didn't, Did you see it? I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Do you want to know what they followed it up with? A showing of? What? Captain Underpants, the first epic movie. They what, picked, like, are, are they not allowed to have the other ones? Or are they trying to just show like, so you didn't miss much? <laughs> 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 like, this is what movies are. Not cool. Like, um, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it, or like um, you know, back. I don't know if you like. You know how like uh, some like Christian like places will take a movie and then recut it 
and remove all oh, like, and the, like take stuff out. Yeah, I wonder if it was like they took stuff out of it too. You know, it was just like, oh, it's not good. No poop you know? emoji. Yeah. So um, <laughs> anyway, <sighs> that about does it. That about does it. That does. Um, we'll wrap it up. Wrapping it up. So uh, we're part of the soon to be named network. Did you know that? What? It's true. Uh, soon, I like that we're part of the soon. You said the name first. Soon to be named network.com. Many podcasts that are great, including our YouTube show. That's right. So check it out. Soon to be network.com. I think you could do, I think it's STTBN on, uh, on Twitter, maybe. STPBN network Probably. or something. Yeah, something like that. You can, you can, you can just it. check what it is on soon to be network.com. Oh, one last thing. We did start a, a Facebook group for our, our all the hosts of the oh, show. Yeah. Yeah. I, I made it happen. I made it happen. I've seen some messages on there. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, and I'm I did hashtag like some things. It's true. It's true. You've like went the extra step. You wrote it. The pressure yeah. like. So anyway, uh, so we'll get to know some of those guys a little more that I don't know. And uh, I think that does it uh, for this week, I think. What do you think? That does do it. Okay. So this is uh, Parland saying sayonara, muchachos. Precious sandwich, Daters. <laughs>